This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. It's Friday, June 17th, and let's talk about the weather. Much of the week ahead will represent classic June gloom conditions, with the next few days being cooler and wetter than normal. Today, Friday, there is an unusually strong and extensive north-south trough of low pressure just offshore the west coast. And as this trough of low pressure slowly moves towards us during the next day, Rain will spread across Western Oregon and Washington, and that's going to happen today, with temperatures only reaching the low 60s today over Western Washington, and that's about 10 degrees below normal. East of the Cascade, the temperature will only get to into the low 70s at the most. You know, pretty dreary Friday. Now, Saturday will bring light showers and clouds west of the Cascade Crest, since the trough will still be hanging around, with highs remaining in the lower 60s, warmer in the Columbia Basin, where the temperatures will rise into the mid-70s, and it should be pretty dry there on Saturday. Sunday will be slightly better, with temperatures rising into the mid-60s over western Washington, as the trough moves eastward and a weak ridge starts to move into the eastern Pacific, right offshore of us. Sunday, we'll have a chance of a few showers, but I think there'll be some some breaks as well. Now, as a weak upper-level ridge of high pressure builds over us next week, the region should dry out, so the rain should be over. But the problem is, at the surface, there'll be high pressure offshore, And that will push in low-level onshore flow, which will keep in low clouds and cool temperatures over the west. My friends, this is classic June gloom. Uh, The highs early next week in this murky clouds will be in the mid to upper 60s. There'll be occasional sun breaks late in the afternoon. You know, sorry, that's the June gloom type of situation. Eastern Washington will be far better off, with highs getting up into the upper 70s and lower 80s, since the Cascades will protect them from the murky, low-level marine air. And now, the bad news. I'm sorry to have this. Another trough of low pressure will develop over the eastern Pacific next weekend and move in, which will bring more clouds and rain next weekend. Uh, The good news is that you probably don't need to water your gardens and plants much uh, this week, and you can think of all the money you will be saving. Enjoy the, the Merck, and thanks for listening. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. This week's second segment will be about the flooding around Yellowstone Park. The river levels and associated flooding that occurred last weekend was extraordinary, with some river gauges 
indicating all time record uh, river levels, all time. That means in some rivers, the waters had never been higher. That gets one's attention. Now, there have been all kinds of claims about the origins of this event, with some media outlets suggesting that it might be the result of climate change. So let's take a careful look at this. Now, two factors contributed to the record uh, flooding of the rivers in and near Yellowstone, melting of an extraordinary large pre-existing snowpack, that's number one, and number two, very heavy localized rain. Well, let's talk about the snowpack. Because of the unusually cool wet spring that we have enjoyed, the mountain snowpacks in Montana, northern Idaho, and, and northern Wyoming were startlingly above normal before this event. Many locations had snowpack or snowpacks that were hundreds or thousands of percent above normal. A large reservoir of frozen water was in place. Now, early last weekend, temperatures began to rise as a trough of low pressure and associated atmospheric, atmospheric river approached. And these warm temperatures, before there was much rain at all, initiated rapid snowbelt, which flew, flowed into the rivers. Then what is known as an atmospheric river, a current of large amounts of moisture associated with warm air, moved into the region over the weekend. And the plume of moisture, which was just perfectly directed towards the area of interest here near Yellowstone, was released by a potent, large, small-scale, low-pressure center that, that moved in over Idaho, as well as upslope flow on terrain. So you had the moisture plume, and it was the moisture was released by the terrain and this low-pressure system, which pr provided upward motion. The result was heavy, relatively warm rain, which both melted the snow that was there, and there was lots of it, and the rain itself contributed directly to river rise. How much rain fell? Well, amazing amounts. In some locations around Yellowstone, two to four inches fell. And most of that fell in one day. And it was really highly localized around Yellowstone. Now, the combined water from the heavy rain and melting snow was unprecedented. I mean, we're talking about total amount of water that would be equivalent to rain of six inches to a foot. And it's a lot of water. It is unprecedented in the historical record and resulted in this terrible flooding with some buildings and roads lost. It, it was very bad. Now, our weather forecasting models did quite well with the event, a situation that has become the norm for extreme for recent extreme weather events. So what was the reason? behind this unusual flooding events? Well, there was a concurrence of a lot of unusual atmospheric pieces all occurring at the same time. There was a record-breaking snowpack, an unusually strong atmospheric river in just the right place, an atmospheric glow in the perfect location to enhance rainfall exactly over the Yellowstone region, and that enabled the flooding to occur. 
Did global warming play a significant role in this event? Probably not. It would be hard to pin the, the large snowpack on global warming, since warming generally results in less low to middle-level snowfall. There is no reason to expect the weather configuration, where, uh, the location of the low, and things like that. The trough offshore that produced the cool, the cool period we had this spring. There's no reason to expect that was caused by global warming. Now, the modest warming so far that is experienced around the planet and over the region, about one degree centigrade, could have slightly increased the amount of water vapor in the atmosphere, and particularly in the atmospheric river. So perhaps a few percent of the heavy rain could be attributed to climate change. But this big event and the record-breaking floods would have happened anyway, with or without global warming. And I think that's an important fact to keep in mind. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.